We're 60 seconds to the shot collar question of the day. And we used to do a segment on this show called Coven Sanity. Oh, gosh. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I forgot. Back oh, yeah. when COVID was really crazy. And, well, now it kind of is again. Are we, are we bringing it back? Not sure if we're going to start it back up. but I mean, we did do, like, funny news that was coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very funny anymore. Yeah, now it's just kind of like yeah. Like, it's like yeah. a joke that's gone on. I mean, like, not that the <laughs> COVID's a joke, not but, like, yeah. ugh. We could probably find one COVID story to talk about every week. Like, yeah. like this interesting okay. headline I want to okay. tell you about this morning. Australia is in lockdown right now, and mm-hmm. public officials recently had to announce... Just because you're home all day doesn't mean you can sit around getting wasted. <laughs> what? Why not? And they're yeah. actually limiting people in lockdown uh, to just six beers a day. How? You can't that is have so more rude. Than that. What? what? Are they having the lame police come over to yeah. your house and check how many empties you have? No, the actual police. Oh. Because no everybody's getting their alcohol delivered there right now since they're uh. all staying at home. You can only order a maximum of one six-pack of beer. Or you can do one bottle of wine or one small bottle of spirits. And police are actually waiting outside of apartment buildings, checking people's grocery bags as they come home to make sure. Could you could you do one bottle of wine for each meal? Ooh, is that? I mean, I'm trying to find a loophole here. You're trying to skirt around the rules, but I don't think that's allowed. It's one per day. I'm just saying. Or do what I would do. I would get one every day, and then the fourth day, drink all the beer. Okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah, one rager day. Excess alcohol is being confiscated in Australia until their lockdown rules have been lifted. Okay. Yeah, I'm with with Alexis (laughs) on that one. You know they're going to start like buying rubbing alcohol and Listerine. Like, oh, no. It's like, okay, let's do it prison style. It's a good American note. teenage style. Yeah, Whatever American one you teenagers. Wanna... Just remember, do not move to Australia right now. Yeah, no. no. no Check. No, no. Now that we got that out of the way, let's move on to the shot caller question of the day. Okay, only one a day. Allowed. <laughs> yeah. That's right. There's that a bucket full of names. Easy. We're going to draw one out so you gets asked a trivia question. If you answer wrong, the punishment is to be shocked while singing a song. So text into 78592. Tell us which one you'd like to hear. Jose, you're drawing a name out because you had the shot caller last. Who'd you get? Jose Edward Forty Hands Bellagio. Oh. Perfect for what we just talked about. Yeah. Forty Hands. All right, Jose's putting on the shot collar while that happens. Digital Jake, please read us the shot collar question of the day. Almost a century ago, jockey Frank Hayes had been training his whole life to get his first win in horse racing. Ooh. He was big for a jockey, so keeping his weight down had always been an issue. So before one race at Belmont Park, he trained as hard as he could leading up to his big moment. Hmm. Despite being a 20 to 1 underdog, Frank and his horse Sweet Kiss crossed the finish line in first place, but in a manner no one had ever done before or since. It's the only time in history someone has won a horse race this way. How did he do it? (laughs) That's cool. I don't know the rules of horse racing very well. I feel like I've read this before. I can't think of it, do, but I do, know this fact. Does a jockey have to be, like, actually his butt in the saddle when they... I feel like he was either, like, off the horse. Like, how do you finish a race? Right, like he's standing on top of it. or yeah. he, uh, yeah. was, he was the one leaning. I, I'm imagining some guy leaning over a horse because I think it's like he had the nose for his finish uh, before the horse. That's yeah. interesting. That's an interesting... I, like I remember have, there's, like, a yeah. picture of this, like a fun maybe, fact I read once. Maybe he had a long pole 
apple with a carrot at the end of it that he dangled <laughs> over the horse's head. Brilliant, the yeah. first guy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cute. <laughs> wow. Don't you think his size has to do something with it? Just because Jake yeah. talked specifically about how he was bigger. He mentioned that he trained really, really hard right before the race to do this. Yeah. So what would that be? Hanging on the underbelly of the horse and riding underneath <laughs> that it. That wouldn't help, though. Um, yeah. Maybe there's less, like, wind resistance if you're underneath it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> really I know. Scary. Let's get the question one more time. Frank Hayes was big for a jockey, and it hurt his chances of long-term success. But at one point in his career, he lost enough weight to fulfill his dream of getting that long-awaited victory. Nice. He did it by riding the horse Sweet Kiss for the win, but it happened in such a bizarre way, no one could believe it. Please tell me what was so unique about Frank Hayes' first and only victory. Oh my gosh, I just think I remembered it. What? What did you remember? There's a picture of a guy online leaning on a horse crossing the finish line because he had a heart attack during the race and I think died, but won the what? race like dead on the horse. And I'm what? not kidding. I remember he this. Was like he was like dead. He was like, yeah, no, but I swear. because. And this is at Belmont. This isn't a little race. Yeah. This is a huge race. I feel like uh, maybe it's the You think he died. Then. So you're saying he trained so hard to get into yeah. shape before the race that he overexerted himself. And then yes. during the race, it came back to bite what? him. In the That's the only reason I think Jake mentioned it. Maybe. I mean, maybe I'm way Do off. It. Do it. I love it. I could be way, way off and I sound like a crazy person. Or I could be right and it's like, wow, crazy. Like, like, what do you do when you what? watch a dead man cross the finish that line? Is, do you still cheer? If you want money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're like, uh, Do they put the flower wreath on his body? And yeah, just yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess you die what you love doing. Oh, yeah. Can horses go backwards? Like, maybe they went backwards across the line. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that they'd be faster. Like, yeah, it's like, true. I don't know yeah, where your can. mind is at, Alexis, <laughs> yeah. today, but it's in a weird place. I don't know. I'm just thinking if I was doing fun stuff on a horse, like <laughs> what I do. Underneath it, I'd be riding it backwards. Well, definitely don't let a Alexis think, around a horse. Okay. <laughs> you don't think he like jumped the horse like to the get leaped off of it at the very off. last second? See, no, almost, I meant jump the whole horse or something because he's light. See, I don't know. all these sound equally cool, and the heart attack one now makes me feel crazy. But I feel like I have to say it. Yeah, go for, for it. For Do closure. It. All right. Okay, Jake. The guy had a heart attack and crossed the finish line as a dead man. Frank Hayes worked tirelessly to be a good jockey, and his weight was always an issue slowing his horses down. He trained hard for the race on June 4th, 1923 to be as light as possible, and shockingly, he won. What is notable about this story is how he won. Towards the end of the race, Sweet Kiss stormed the lead, and the excitement of finally achieving his dreams, combined with the physical stress on his body from losing oh so much weight so quickly, caused Hayes' heart to stop, oh! killing him in the middle of the race. Oh! He remained strapped in and Sweet Kiss won by a head, making Frank Aww. Hayes the first and only known jockey to win a race after dying. No way, oh so right. But he never got to, like, see it happen. But he knew it was going to happen. That's why he had a heart attack. Oh, wow. He saw it happen from heaven. Yeah. Oh, my God. The wow. owner of the horse walked up to him as he was slumped over to congratulate him and noticed he was dead. And that was the first person to realize wow. he was dead. I think I saw, like, a picture of him slumped over, oh. and I remember, I, but I don't remember a long time ago. I'm wow. happy and sad for him still. Not a good yeah. start to the week for me. No, it's not. Oh, no, Jake. You're getting shocked, and somebody wanted to hear the song Before You Go by Louis Capaldi. Oh, come on. So before you go, 
Was there something I could have said oh, to no. make your heart beat better? No, 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 Oh, uh, we have some ah. sick, twisted listeners, and I love it. All right, that's your shot caller question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. What's the most sinister thing you ever did to get back at somebody who cheated on you? Ooh. Oh. Nothing. I still miss her. I've never. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. I've never done any revenge thing either. Yeah. I, mean, I remember one time after learning I got betrayed, I went kind of dark. Oh. And, uh, oh. Went on their Instagram Uh-oh. and unliked all her close angled food pics. Oh, wow, Just those ones? Bro. Yep. <laughs> I left the wide angle ones untouched oh, yeah, because yeah, they're right. actually pretty nice. Yeah, you got her. Yeah. Yeah. You showed her uh-huh. who was boss. I still buddy. feel guilty to this day Do for you? doing wow. it. It's like, bad boy. Wow. That avocado toast deserved that. Yeah. Life. It did. But coming up, it's one of the most out of control revenge stories against the next that you're ever going to hear. <laughs> I don't oh, no. believe you now. Like, <laughs> The craziest part of this one is that it actually happened at their ex's wedding. What? Oh, now okay, I believe you. Okay. Now they're okay. finally ready to admit what they did in a brand new mass speaker. That's coming up at 710. You don't know me. A confession I can't take back. I am. The masked speaker. It's almost as satisfying as popping that giant obnoxious zit right in between your eyes. Oh, Jose loves that stuff. (laughs) You get a similar feeling of relief when you participate in the mass speaker. It just hurts so good. (laughs) One of our listeners is on the line ready to get something off her chest. And afterwards, we'll all say, ah, that Mm. feels good. And she's chosen to go by Teresa. Mysterious Teresa, how you doing? (laughs) Hi guys, I'm doing good. All right. I hope there's a lot less pus involved in this. Uh, yeah. We'll yeah. find out. Say, <laughs> give me a Kleenex afterwards. Teresa, you are today's mass speaker. Your phone line is being run through the voice changer. So whenever you're ready, go ahead. Tell us your confession. Well, a few years ago, I was in a relationship with this guy. Um, we've actually been together for three years. Okay. All right. Wait, you you're not with him now, though. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not with him now. Okay. okay. That is for sure. So one day I was coming home from work, and uh, I, when I got to his house, one of my girlfriend's cars was right in front of the house on the street. Oh, no. And I had not made plans with her to hang out. So okay. automatically I, I knew something was up. Oh, you, like, had alarm bells going off when you saw your girlfriend's car at your guys' house? Let's just say she wasn't necessarily very trustworthy either. Oh. Oh. This is different than when friends. Brooke comes home and finds her girlfriends outside her house. She's <laughs> like, ooh, like, yay! yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party! Oh, God, I gotta go to the store and get wine. I don't have any. <laughs> Teresa's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need new friends, Teresa. <laughs> what happened? So I, I decided to kind of just sneak up on the situation, and I went around the side, looked through the window, and, of course, as I looked through the window, because they're both idiots, I see them going at it <gasps> with the window open. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. That's Yikes. awful. I mean, why are you disguising your voice? You should put these people on blast. I'm so, like, nervous to tell the story because I, I don't want to go to jail or anything. So. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, did something happen oh. after Sorry, that? Yeah. She's Are... like, I killed both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Is everyone alive? Yeah. I mean, I was so angry, I confronted them about it, and, uh... I... It's weird that she didn't answer the are they alive yeah, question. Yeah, I know. She yeah, had that. No, but continue. <laughs> what happened? 
they are live. I hate to break it to oh, you. Oh, okay. okay. There we go. No, that's, no, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's good. Darn. Okay. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> We're going to cancel this phone call. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. So what happened? You went in and confronted them? So I go in and confront them, and literally on the spot, he breaks up with me. Uh, he breaks Wait, up with you. Exactly, Alexis. Uh, did what? you t- Did you tell him, no, no, that's not how this is working? Yeah, no. No, I'm not going to be with him when he's with one of my girlfriends. Like, yeah, but you're like, supposed to do the yes, dumping. Yes. <laughs> you don't get dumped after getting cheated on. I, mean, I think that's actually common because dudes are like, well, it's your fault because you came home early uh, well, anyway. and make you feel bad about it. People really care about who breaks up it with is. who. I like, hope yeah. you got revenge. In the end, it's, it's just important <laughs> that you're not together. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, that really matters. Okay. The worst part is that almost immediately after he broke up with me, like, they move in together, and within four months, they're engaged to be married. Oh, oh my God. honey, I'm sorry. Oh, that was like, yeah. oh, yeah. No, that you was... You helped him find that true love. Yeah, Teresa, that's really hard. That's awful. That's hard. So what's the part where you go to jail? Okay, well... <laughs> I mean, I may or may not have anger issues. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I was very, I was so angry at both of them, really. Oh, yeah. And I, like, I decided right off the bat, I was like, you know what? Like, there's no way that they're getting happily married. No way whatsoever. So I first found out where their catering company was for their wedding, and I called them and pretended to be the wedding coordinator and I actually had their food sent to a completely different address. What? <laughs> oh my god. You, you yes. ruined their wedding? That yeah. is amazing. That and there was one other thing. On the day of the wedding I actually went to the location and Uh-oh. I found one of these little a kid running around from another event and I paid him twenty five dollars to go and pull the fire alarm on their <laughs> wedding venue. Oh, that is vicious. I like it, though. Dude, so it's just like all the wedding guests are hungry, and now they have to evacuate the building. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, they all so went good. to, like, they all went to McDonald's or yeah. something. Like oh, my God. So what happened? I drove away just the happiest person I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, up in the sunset. I'm feeling no regret here. No regret, but it's not a story I tell anybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. It's not, okay. Normally, if you tell normal people, they'd be like, um, remind me not to be your friend. Mm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it seems more like a job interview discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Very driven. Yeah. Wow. That is intense. That is next level. So, that is next level. I mean, yeah. you, you ruined their big day. Do you know, are they still together? Actually, I do hear that they're still together. They actually end up having a, like a different, a smaller ceremony somewhere else, and whatever. I mean, I, I you know, I felt good. I felt like I got my piece in, and you know, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. They have forever it's happiness. Karma. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I just cut the gas lines over at their house. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they're dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We're back to it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, the, that's a joke, right? Yeah. That's a joke. It. <laughs> it's a joke. I didn't joke. Okay. Yeah, okay. Good. Move on. Wow. Yeah, Teresa. What's worse is you just gave other people ideas. I know. Ruining other weddings. Yeah, and we are never going to make enemies with you. No. We, yeah. we love you. Yeah. In fact, we're just going to send you a bunch of free stuff from the radio station. Don't hurt us. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Teresa. Remember, if you have a confession you want to get off your chest, email the show. We'll disguise your voice so you can become the next mass speaker. Your phone tap's coming up right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.
I think I speak for everybody in this room. Mm. Whenever Brooke tries to act a certain way in front of other people, <laughs> it ends up backfiring on her big time. <laughs> I'm, just, anyway. I'm just telling you, like, behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff here. Sometimes Brooke tries to act too cool about stuff. Yeah. And then she gets loud, and her eyes get really wide. <laughs> and she's like, what? What? I'm just telling you, shoulder pads are back in style. Yeah, You're the uncool ones now. I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And, you know, I've not heard the phone tap yet, but okay. I did hear that Brooke tries to act young and sexy. Oh, oh no. Which aren't really her thing sorry. so much. I do not have to try. That has come okay. naturally oh. to me my entire life. Oh, yeah. Yes. Give us your best sexy yes. talk right now. Go ahead. Hello, boys. Oh, God. We're, we're, the boys are tuning all out. <laughs> Hello, girls. Yeah. Like I said, not really her thing. But sometimes that's why these are so funny. Because we play people that aren't our true selves. So yeah. we're going to hear how Brooke does with it in your brand new phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi. Is this Piper that lives in Unit 602? Yes. Who is it? Oh, we haven't spoken before, but my name is Lucy, and I work in the leasing office of the complex. Okay. I was just calling because there have been a couple of complaints when you're walking your dog. Uh, about me? Yes. I, I don't understand. I, I always pick up his poop. Oh. I never just leave it there. No, 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 no. It's not so much about your dog. The complaints have to do with you while you're walking your dog. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I can't get too specific, unfortunately, but let's just say this, okay? Some of the men around the complex have been saying that you look at them in a certain way. What? And it makes them uncomfortable. I am so confused. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? You know the gym on the first floor that you walk by when you take your dog out? Yeah, but I don't even pay attention to it. Look... I get it, okay? A couple of attractive single ladies like ourselves, surrounded by shirtless hunks pumping iron. I mean, <sighs> it's hard not to, you know, window shop. Excuse me, I am not window shopping. <laughs> and who's complaining about me? Well, I can't tell you specific names, but do you know Michael? No, who's Michael? I don't know a Michael. Ooh, you should. He's the buffed Latino hottie over on the sixth floor. I, I do not know who that is, okay? I don't know any Michael. Of course you don't know. Okay, yes, because you've never looked at his face. What? <laughs> You're probably staring at those gorgeous pecs of his. Oh, my God. No, this is unbelievable. Oh, I agree. <laughs> his rippling biceps are unbelievable. Believable. Okay, look. You are speaking my language, girlfriend. I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds really inappropriate. And you're trying to say that you and I are like looking at these guys. I, I don't even know who you are, and I'm not looking at anyone. And you're saying that someone's complaining about me now, oh, and that they're making, oh, girl, I'm making them feel uncomfortable. Listen, Piper. I mean, can I call you Pipes? I'll just say this. No. Even though you and I are dime pieces. Dime pieces. I you, just. I... You did not just say that. Oh, I did. Yeah. And us dimes, we have to be respectable women and keep our eyes to ourselves. I'm just walking my dog. That's it. Mm. I'm not staring at anyone at the gym. I don't know any okay. Michael. Pipes. 
that's not what Sean says. Who is Sean? Oh, you know Sean if you saw him. Oh, on Tuesdays I sneak down to hide in my Hyundai and watch him on the bench press. Oh my god, mama like. You are the one with the problem. You're the one who's staring at them and making them uncomfortable. Oh. I'm just walking my dog. I mean, it takes everything in me not to go up and just say, "I wish I was that bench." Okay, you are the weird one. You're the one who's probably making all these guys uncomfortable, and you are making me uncomfortable right now. Do you know what it's taken? It's taken everything in me not to whisper in your ear that you just got set up for a prank phone call. What? This is actually Brooke from the radio show, Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We're doing a phone tap on you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Your roommate Eva told us that you were talking about all the hot guys around your complex. And she said that sometimes you sneak a peek when passing by the gym. I do, but she wasn't supposed to tell anyone. Oh, my God. Oh, don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. I mean, us dimes have to stick together. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Us dimes have to stick together. It's 100%. Wake up every morning. Phone tabs, weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. If you missed yesterday's show, we had a guy on a second date update who went out with a girl whose dating profile is run by her father. Oh my gosh, Uh, it was so crazy. Yeah. Or so he thought. Right. Because we ended up getting the biggest shock of the year when we figured out what really happened. And that led us to this moment where he's back on the phone again. Oh my God. To make an awkward Tuesday phone call. I'm freaking out right now. For him to do this, this girl must be the most amazing woman in the entire world. Oh, yeah. They must have really clicked. It's his one final last-ditch effort to date the woman that he really likes. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we're going to recap it all when we do your brand-new awkward Tuesday phone call. Oh, yeah. That's happening next. It's awkward. It's Tuesday. It's awkward Tuesday phone call. I've been waiting 24 hours for this. What? what? And now we're doing it. Wait, what do you? Working? I don't even know what you're waiting for. Because back on the phone is Daniel. <gasps> oh my God! Who oh did my God, a second date it. update oh. with us yesterday? I, I forgot about this. Oh, no. If you didn't hear it, Daniel met a woman named Rebecca on a dating app, and it said on her profile that her account was managed by her father. Oh. And that's something that Rebecca gave him permission to do. It's still weird, but whatever. Yeah, Yeah. continue. Surprisingly, whatever Daniel said in his message to them worked, and he got the green light to go out with her. And Daniel, now remind us what exactly happened on your date with Rebecca. We went out to dinner, and uh, I ran into my high school chemistry teacher, which was super weird. Mm -hmm. But we had a nice time. You know, we even kissed at the end. Yeah, yeah. Then it got more weird, didn't it? Yeah. Then she ghosted you, (laughs) right, Daniel? That is correct, yeah. Uh And when we called Rebecca, she told us she thought your date was actually really fun, but her dad didn't approve, which was a little bit confusing to us, and that led Uh us to this moment. Let me just put this all out there. My dad approved of Daniel Uh for this date, hoping that Daniel maybe would have changed since back in high school when he was Daniel's chemistry teacher. Oh! Wait, your oh, dad was a chemistry no. teacher that you guys ran into at the restaurant. Oh, the one that told oh him that he got a D. This is too much. 
Oh, yeah. oh my God. I still can't. So yeah. it turns out Rebecca's dad <gasps> used to be Daniel's chemistry teacher back in high school. And he was in the restaurant spying on their date the whole time. God, how do you say not, that so calmly? It was not just a chance meeting there. Daniel, how did that make you feel when you found that out? I mean, I still am like trying to process everything, but I still am interested in Rebecca. So here okay. I am. Okay. So yeah. Calling her dad. Rebecca Ugh. seemed interested in you too, but what was her dad's opinion? I mean, he, you know, thinks I'm a, a, a the same unmotivated slacker I was back in high school, you know, which, I mean, it's not true. I, I've grown up. I have a good job, like I said last time. And I think it's crazy that he won't let us date because of my past and who I used to be. Well, right. I mean, her dad sounds incredibly antiquated. And also, I don't even know what that also, word is. it I means like, I just out of date, like out of touch, okay. right? Like, <laughs> I think he also sounds like somebody who is never going to think anyone's good enough for his daughter. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's true. Like, so I'm just saying, don't take it personal, Daniel. Maybe his daughter really is perfect. And there is no man out there that could match up to her. But look, Rebecca said if Daniel could change her dad's mind, then she'd be up for going out on another date. That's why today, Daniel is actually going to call Rebecca's father in this awkward Tuesday phone call and ask permission to go out with his baby girl. Wow. wow. Sorry, that's Don't a weird... say Yeah, that. no, I'm sorry. That, that was a weird way to, to ask, ask permission to go out with his adult daughter. Yeah, why yeah, do you ever say that? Okay, so, I mean, I was surprised because I thought we'd be doing this awkward Tuesday phone call with Rebecca and have her call her dad to convince him. But no, Daniel's being the chivalrous one here once again. Going to have the hard conversation. Daniel, are you feeling nervous? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean. I'm sure that the dad is going to actually appreciate this. Usually people don't uh, like being a part of it. But guy, hey, no, this is the one he wants to impress. So that's this true. is the guy will... who's like, you got to ask for my hand in marriage. Yeah. You want to ask to take my daughter on a date? So you better ask for me to give you permission. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like if a guy it. called my dad, I think he'd hang up. Your dad would? Yeah, probably. My dad would just be happy to talk to someone. (laughs) Oh, hello, what is your name? (laughs) Daniel, have you been, like, in the last 24 hours, have you been, like, rehearsing in your head what you're going to say? Yes, I have been practicing. I bought a digital book on Amazon about how to impress parents, so I got a few tips. They actually have a book about that, huh? I guess they talk about everything. What did you learn from your book? Ah. I got three things. Number one, be respectful. Okay. Number two, okay. be honest, don't lie. And then number three, assuming this phone call goes well for the future, limit the PDA when the parents are around. Oh. oh. I feel like you should return your book. That's kind of obvious stuff. I once had a mom get mad at me because I grabbed her daughter's butt right in front of oh, her. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think about it. No, not yeah. a good move. It's kind of too up. late for that, though, because you already kissed Rebecca on the date, so he was present for that no, makeout session. No, she claimed her dad wasn't watching them in the car, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah. He we'll just see. had the video camera going yeah. from the distance. Exactly, exactly. All right, man, so we're just minutes away from doing this. Oh. We have his phone number now. Oh. Do you have any final thoughts before we get to it? Uh, you know, I'm nervous. I hope it goes well, but I also want to let him know that what he did was totally not cool. Yeah, don't you know, that is, <laughs> no, but that's a good point. You do need to set boundaries here because this is a guy who blows through boundaries. You know, he doesn't see any of them Just when it like, comes to his relationship oh. with his daughter. Well, hold on. So before we start giving him advice, because I think oh. we obviously do have some things that God. we want to fill you in on. Let's play a song. We'll come back. Then we'll give you our advice, and we'll let you make your Awkward Tuesday phone call after that, okay? Sounds great. All right, man. Oh, my God. Hold on. If you're just joining us for the Awkward Tuesday phone call, it's like being back in the 1950s again. (laughs) 
<laughs> Seriously. Because one of our listeners, Daniel, is asking a dad's permission to go steady with his daughter. Oh, my God. Oh. And this one's a little different because the dad was actually on their first date secretly spying on them uh-huh. without Daniel's knowledge. <laughs> yeah. We learned that yesterday in our second date update, but now Daniel is back to call up dad and try to convince him to let them go out by themselves. Oh. Split a malt. Now remember. Go to the sock hop. <laughs> hit and make out point and then have her home by 930. Okay, oh, she doesn't live at home. Now. These are adult grown people we're talking Look, about, she Jeffrey. Needs to pick her up in, in the Thunderbird. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> have the flame shooting out the back. I, I'm with you, Jeff. And I know that there's been a lot of opinions, specifically from Brooke on this, which mm. would have been frowned upon back in the 1950s. <laughs> But yeah, thankfully, yeah. we're in the modern age, and Brooke, what it's do you want? not wa- in jail. That's right. Um, so what yeah. do you want to tell to Daniel before he makes his call? I mean, the thing is, you're going to do this, right? And you want to win this dad over. I think the honest and respect thing that you have going for you is good. I think you need to add to it, though, that you need to compliment him. And I know that sounds weird coming from me, but I think that it's a good tool because this is what you do. You compliment him on how well he raised his daughter to be an independent, strong, brilliant woman who is capable of making decisions for herself. And then that's how you get to the boundary conversation, right? You butter him up and then move to boundaries. Or you could compliment him physically on his butt. Okay. Well, (laughs) get on his good side that way. What do you think, Daniel? (laughs) Uh, you know, I think option number one seems a little bit more of my speed. <laughs> okay. But seriously, I just think that if you set those boundaries and show that you really like her, then you should be okay. All and right? you sound like an awesome dude. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And yeah, you know, tough but firm. That's okay. what I got to be. Yeah, All right. That's a good way. Good luck. So I feel like Sounds you're prepared. So- Here we go. I'm going to dial her dad's phone number Oof. and let you make your awkward Tuesday phone call. Here we go. Hello? Uh, hey, is this Mr. Speaking, who is it? Hey, this is Daniel, your former Kim student. We ran into each other the other night at the restaurant. Oh, Dan. How'd you get my phone number, Dan? Uh, well, I actually got it from your daughter. What? Rebecca gave you my number? Yeah, uh, you might remember I went on a date with her where you were secretly watching us. Uh, kind excuse of. me, excuse me, what are you talking about? Uh, well, I mean, I know that you were there on purpose, like keeping tabs on me. Did you think that I would not ever find out or learn about that? What are you talking about, young man? Well, look, uh, sir, I just would like to let you know that I think Rebecca is great. She's wonderful. I know that you're very protective over her, and that's a good thing, right? I respect that. Yeah. yeah. But even though we had what seemed like a nice time, she mentioned that you didn't want us hanging out anymore. That's correct, son. That is absolutely correct. I just don't understand that. I mean, why, why would you say that? You and I know what the deal is. You are a terrible student. You never turned in your assignments on time. The whole school relationship was trash, if I want to use one of your youthful terminology there. Okay, with all due respect, that was years ago, okay? And I admit, I didn't take the chemistry class that seriously, all right? And I am sorry about that. But I don't think it's fair for you to judge me now 
based on this dumb kid I was back for a little bit in high school. Hmm. You sound like you're still a dumb kid, son. I'll judge you for what you are now. You're selfish. You don't what? think about anybody, let alone what? my daughter. <laughs> selfish? How do you even figure that? You know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you're dumb, <laughs> like you were back in the day. They put the food on the table, and who took the first bite, young man? You or my daughter? Answer me that. I I don't know. How am I supposed to remember that? You did. You took the first bite. And that's why, that's why you'll never date my daughter. As long as I have breath in my lungs, you will not date my daughter. What the hell is going on with all these voices in my ear? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, no. Gene, Whoa. You're on the radio yeah. right now with Brooke and Jeffrey in the, the morning. radio. Why am I on the radio? Yeah, the yeah. radio. Okay. Stop why, why am I on the radio? Okay. <laughs> all right. Just I don't to, understand it. Just no, hold on a calm down a second, Gene. Okay, we're doing a segment on our show. It's called an awkward Tuesday phone call. And basically, Daniel is a friend of the show who is very, very interested in your daughter, thinks she's amazing, but he knows you don't approve of him. And your daughter said she would not go out with him unless he got your approval. So he's hoping to get that today. And he wanted our help doing it. Yeah, well, he's not doing a good job of it. What? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm here she goes. so upset right now. Gene, you listen. Oh, no. You listen right now. You have a man <laughs> on the phone who is going to great lengths to date your daughter. Like, what possibly could he do to win your approval? It just sounds like you just won't give it to anybody no matter what. Like, oh your gosh. little girl is, is, is okay. too good okay, for Brooke, everyone. Okay, let, 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 them, let the man talk I don't know who's scarier, this, Brooke or him. This is his daughter, remember. <laughs> it's his family, not your family. Gene, Gene, you're going to ruin it for your Brooke, daughter. let him talk. I, 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 this is my daughter. And young lady, I don't like your tone. Yeah, I bet okay. you don't, Gene. <laughs> okay. Young like lady, yeah. listen, <laughs> listen, Gene, you. <laughs> you have a beautiful, independent, strong daughter who loves her father so much, so much that she is passing by a guy that she actually cares about just to win your approval. Brooks, I know Brooks going off of a lot of no, like guesses important. here, yeah. but I mean, you say she's beautiful. You've never seen a picture. <laughs> yeah. of her. Yeah. From the inside, okay? I don't know. I've only talked to her on the phone, Jean, and she seemed quite lovely. I think you did a great job raising your daughter. The whole thing is we want you to talk to Daniel about this. So would you mind just talking to Daniel a little bit? Well, I told him everything I need to say. I'm not impressed. I mean, this call is a total bungle right here. Bungle. Daniel, why don't you tell him a little bit more about how you feel about his daughter? Like, why do you think this is a good idea for you two to go out? You know, we have a lot of strong mutual interest. The conversation is good. I think we want the same things out of life, you know? And again, I'm not a different person, man. Like I told everybody last time, I got a 401k. I got a good job. I'm a conductive member of society, okay? And I'm just asking for a chance to try to get to know her better. That's it. I'm asking you to lose the number, young man. Oh, you're what? not, you're not even all. listening yeah. to him, Gene. I, I mean, is this really all based on that whole bite thing that you said? Thing? Yeah, why do you feel that way? What, what's the deal with him taking a bite first? When I was raised as a young person, we were etched in stone on character. Okay. And this, okay. this okay. young man has none. Gene, you were the one mm. hiding in a restaurant spying on him without his knowledge. I don't know if we're going to go down the road of who has character flaws and who doesn't. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't even listen to your show. So 
This doesn't impress me. I okay. know, Gene. I know, but We're, you said that already. Look, I don't know if you know this, Gene, but we spoke with your daughter yesterday, and she said that she really, really liked Daniel, and the only thing that was stopping her from going out again was your opinion. Honestly, what can I do to show you or convince you that I am actually a good guy who cares about your daughter? Good question. Okay. All right. You were very dumb in class. Can you answer a chemistry question? Oh, oh come no. on. Gene, <laughs> what does that have to do with someone's character? If he can answer a chemistry question, I'll think about letting him go out. Oh, okay, man. Daniel, um, are, are you up for answering one chemistry question? None of us are going to be able to help you. Yeah. Uh, I guess I will go on this island by myself. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is ridiculous. Are we doing this now or off the air? Go, no, now. I want to hear it. Go ahead, oh, Dad. What, what do you got? Okay. Pop quiz. What's the chemical formula for hydrochloric acid? What? The formula? <laughs> okay, oh, let's go. How am I supposed to know that? I... Oh, no. It, it's three letters. Like water, H2O. What's hydrochloric acid? What is it? Daniel? Um, H. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go HDA. HDA. Wow. HCI. HCI. That was HCI. HCI. Okay. Oh, I knew it. Okay. I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. You saying that's the easy one? That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, <laughs> now that we've narrowed our listeners down to zero at this point yeah. with a, yeah. with a pop chem quiz, yeah, I'm, um, trying, I'm trying to leave the room. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come well, on, Gene. Give him a chance. He's a nice <laughs> guy. No, that wasn't the agreement. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. No one else your daughter's going to end up single her whole life yeah. at this rate. Or with the most brilliant chemistry <laughs> scientist in the world. Yeah, Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there's stability. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't have to take a science test to show you that I'm good enough to date your daughter. Yeah, you should. I mean, I really, I really care about her, you know, and I'd like to hang out yeah, with her. Yeah, you're a jerk, man. Oh. Oh, all right, give up, Daniel. Right. Give up. It's not worth your energy, man. It's all Poor right, girl. man. Yeah, energy. That's an E-N-G. <laughs> no. Wrong again. Okay. Wrong again. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Coming up, it's the one time all week that I actually have to look around the room and size up each of my coworkers. Size us for what? Are we fighting? Well, I don't know if you guys realize this, but I can basically tell your moods without you guys saying a word. Okay, I don't like that. All right, judgy over there. What do you got? Yeah. I'm just you know looking. Each other well. I'm looking right at Jose. Yeah, hey, and I could tell he has a really bad case of RHF. What is that? Resting happy face. <laughs> Even when he that. sleeps, I bet you he's grinning. Yeah, I can see it. It's pretty too. creepy though. Alexis, <laughs> and she has a pretty serious case of RGD face. RGD. Ooh, RGD. What's that? Resting gold digger face. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, constantly on. Uh, it's not oh. working very well for you. Though. Hey. Actually, it's not resting anymore. Now it's active. Oh yeah. And then every time I look at Brooke, yeah. it, it doesn't really matter what time of the day it is, Uh-oh. but especially on days like today, uh-huh. she's always got R-I-H-P-P face. That's a lot of letters, Jeffrey. Resting I hate poor people face. It's just written right on there. It is so obvious, Oh, wait, I'm sorry. 
it was my mistake. My bad. I get that confused with her other common bad one, RDC face. What's that? What's that Rusting one? don't care face. Oh, okay, that one's accurate. And, I, yeah, I'll, I'll back that one. It always comes out, especially during this next segment. Care don't care. <laughs> Got to stare right at that RDC face when we do a brand new one coming up at eight ten. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And playing hard to get. Solid strategy for dating. Okay. Yeah. Horrible yeah. strategy for this segment. Care or don't care. Oh. <laughs> Do not play games with me, guys. I don't oh. want to be wondering, like, are they are they into these stories? Are they not into them? Sounds kind of fun to it's, do these. It's though. the most exciting part of it. Yeah. Just be real with me and be upfront. Tell me, don't care or don't care. Yeah, sure, okay. we'll do that, Jeffrey. Yeah. Don't do that to me, bro. Come on. I'm fragile. Let's just get to our first headline. Uh, oh, I guess you just won a bunch of money. whoop de doo What? Care, don't care. That's how you're selling I it. need to know why you're talking like that. I yeah. care. Reverse psychology. I yeah. Care. A guy named Terry Splawn lives in Concord, North Carolina, and last week he was visiting Sam's Mini Shop when he thought, you know what? Might as well buy a scratch-off lottery ticket because I'm feeling lucky today. Uh, I love the start of these stories. Which he did, and no sooner than he scratched it did he realize that he was a $100,000 winner. Nice. nice work. What a day. And Terry's reaction? He was slightly disappointed. He oh, what? Bro, you just got <laughs> Wait, is Terry super rich or something already? In the last few years, Terry had already won the lottery oh. twice before what? this. Oh, Are you both serious? previous times for a million dollars apiece. Get out of here, Terry. How do people win so much? I'm canceling Terry. So he had to make the sad trek to the lottery headquarters oh. again. Is it even oh. worth my time? To collect his measly winnings. And afterwards, Terry said, you know, while the end result isn't what I was hoping for, oh my God. the winnings at least help pay for the gas money up here. Uh, for what? my yacht? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so yeah. if you're having that, a rough day, just know, remember Terry from Concord is having it harder than you are. I'm going to tell you, that story started me off wrong. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah that wasn't good. Maybe you'll feel a little bit better about this headline. Okay. Your entire life you've been doing something in the kitchen wrong. Oh. And surprise, someone on TikTok figured it out. Care or don't uh, care? I do not care. Guys, we have, the listeners have to learn what they're doing wrong. I care. I care. Tell me. You don't care? It's the only <laughs> way we get better as people is if we care mm-hmm. about what we're doing wrong. Now you're oh, sounding like Terry over yeah, there. Yeah, I feel like Terry. <laughs> if you've ever had an English muffin before, oh, how do you time. prepare it? Alexis, you have a British boyfriend, so you should know better than anybody else how <laughs> you do this. Not boyfriend. Yeah. And and Not yet. I yeah. eat a lot of English muffins. I just cut them. Oh, I rip them with my hands or cut them. Jeez. I cut mine. Most people them. use a knife to cut it yeah. down the middle. Yeah. But doing it that way makes it come out uneven, which could yeah. ruin your entire muffin eating experience. It does sometimes. Yeah, because you have like one that's like all doughy in the middle and then the other side is just like crisp. A crisp. Like yeah. a cracker. Exactly. Yeah. According to a guy on TikTok who's already amassed 3 million views on this video, he actually shows you it's much better to pull it apart using a fork. What? And it turns Shut out up. way better. A fork? A fork? Why? Like Wait, would you center? put it in and turn it? Like This isn't secret information, by the way, because the Thomas English Muffins website oh. clearly says in big letters, do not use a knife. What? That's my favorite brand of English muffins. Me too. No I love that English they muffin. They even put it on their packaging, what? which just goes to show nobody ever reads the instructions on no. anything. What? Instructions on my English muffins at home? Yeah, there is. What? She just looks at the plastic bag and is like, yep, those are English muffins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying them. That's no, crazy. 
they're fancy, they come in a box and a bag. Oh, yes. they do? Yeah. They do. Uh-huh. Oh, environmentally friendly with yeah. that one. Well, I recycle a box. Let's go to your next headline. You want a good news mom story? I don't have it. Uh, oh. I have a great news mom oh. story. Yay. Care or don't care? I care. There's a 26-year-old guy out of London, and his name is Benji Fish. He goes by Benji Fishy online. Okay. A few years ago, he became a professional gamer, and now he's ranked as one of the top 10 players in the world by multiple websites. Dang! Okay. But maybe his most surprising thing is who just passed him in the top 10, his 58-year-old mom, Ann Fish. What? <laughs> Once her son got into it, she tried it herself. What? I like it. She and, just tried playing video games. I mean, yeah. she says her reflexes aren't quite as good, so she has to be more strategic about it. Apparently, she's killing it, and people love it. Nice! She's got over half a million followers on Twitch now oh with, with the handle Mama Benji Fishy. <gasps> okay. And she puts out videos of her matches to her growing YouTube fan base. That's amazing. Wow, that's, that's so great. cool. And she just ended up signing an esports contract for a million dollars a year. Whoa! Proves you're never too old, I guess. I know. I know. Meanwhile, what does Benji think? He says it's pretty crazy, but there's no way he's going to lose to his mom at video Uh games. Oh, man. She's like, you're grounded. Let's go on to the next. The new thing at Disneyland theme parks that's kind of freaking me out, what? but in a good way? Care or don't care? Oh, I love Disney. I Why love do Disney I care too. so much I today? Care. I, I care. care. Disney's latest endeavor is to make their robots not only free roaming, but also capable of emotion. Uh-uh. So, oh. I mean, if the robot takeover is going to happen, wouldn't it be so cute if it was yeah. by Disney? Yeah, yeah w- they got Wally. little mouse ears yeah. on. <laughs> so guests are going to be given a more personalized experience with the extreme characters from Marvel and Star Wars, like oh. Robot Groot. Oh, we're talking those guys. Robot oh. Hulk and Robot Baby Yoda. Oh. Now that I'm talking that about. I would literally just sit with Baby Yoda all day and I'd try to breastfeed it. Yeah. What? <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> seen Mandalorian, but I don't think that happens, does it? Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to get in line behind like the hundreds of moms who That's are already true. doing that. So. But they're actually going to be walking around among all the guests interacting with people. That is amazing. They're going to have cameras and sensors that will give them the ability to make quick choices about what to do and say and how to express emotions. Oh, man. They're going to screw that up and scare some child. I mean, what do you do (laughs) when you see a depressed robot Yoda sobbing in front of Splash Mountain? So is it an angry Hulk? Too short I am to ride. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, buddy. They do have a stunt-tronic Spider-Man robot at California Adventure who apparently flies through the air doing web-slinging stunts. Cool. Crazy! I'd love to see that. Yeah, Disney's gonna be pissed when these robots get their own union. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we're on strike. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, Jeff's joke of the day. Care or don't care? Care. Why is Cinderella terrible at sports? Why? Because she's always running away from the ball. Uh, <laughs> all right. You guys My daughter's gonna love that, that one. Yeah. That's care or don't care. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Brooks going for 15 wins in a row today, but more importantly, brand new mass speaker coming up Ooh. at 9:10. I feel like-
like I was just discredited a little bit there, but okay. Yeah. Hey, it's wait, fine. the real I fun mean, stuff's have, coming you out. You could still, like, talk about mass speaker, which is awesome, but not use the words more <laughs> importantly. I'm uh, just saying. Uh, okay, I apologize yeah. for that. But more importantly, <laughs> Tara from Seattle is on okay, the line Tara. to play you. You might remember Tara. She's the ex-bodybuilder who played you before. Oh, oh, I do remember you, Tara. Welcome back. Cool. Thank you. What'd you have for breakfast this morning? I had egg whites. Of course you did. Oh, course. <laughs> Were they raw? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's send Brooke out of the studio. While that happens, Tara, you know the game's played. There's 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, you can always say pass, but you do have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Here Let's we go. go. Your time starts now. On this day in 1985, Estelle Getty, Rue McLanahan, and Betty White starred in what show debuting Golden on NBC? Girl. The Mandible and Maxilla make up what part in your head? Jaw. Which constellation represents a hunter holding a sword? Uh, Zeus. The world's most valuable sports team is the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Yankees? The Yankees. Who plays the character Ron Burgundy in the movie franchise Anchorman? Um, that is, uh, what is his name? Oh, damn it. Um, uh, Will Ferrell. Got that in. All right. We'll accept it. Brooke is going to come back in the studio. And, uh, have you seen our pictures online of the morning show? I have. So in your expert opinion, who do you think would be the best suited to be a bodybuilder? Probably Jose. Hey, because I have more mass than all you guys. Why do you say that? Because just what he said, he's got more mass than all of you guys. Oh. Yeah, I like preppy, like I'm going to work out, but then I don't. <laughs> so I stock up on carbs and proteins, and yeah. then I just go and take a nap. Here we go, Brooke, you're up. <laughs> you're following the Rocks diet. Yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. diet, just not Sorry. The Your time starts now. On this day in 1985, Estelle Getty, Rue McLanahan, and Betty White starred in what show debuting Golden on Girl. NBC? The Mandible and Maxilla make up what body part in your head? Uh, Your forehead. Which constellation represents a hunter holding a sword? Uh, Orion. The world's most valuable sports team is the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Yankees? Uh, New York Yankees. Who plays the character Ron Burgundy in the movie franchise Anchorman? Uh, Will Ferrell. Exposure to what turned the Hulk into a big green monster? Sewage. Bro, I don't know bro. why it turns oh, green. Oh, God. <laughs> let's just go to the well, scoreboard. Why green, though? I, I don't know, Brooke. Let's just go to the scoreboard and see how you guys did with Jose. Oh, God, he's on another rampage. Pray for us all. Milanios. <laughs> Tara, you got three correct today. Ooh, it's pretty Solid. good, Tara. And, Brooke, did yeah. the extra question help? You also got three. Ooh, I'll take it. Man, I knew the Hulk one. It was like a brain arm wrestle. Here's the answers for everybody. On this day in 1985, Estelle Getty, Rue McLanahan, and Betty White starred as the Golden Girls on NBC. The Mandible and Maxilla make up your jaw. Ah. Mandible's the lower bone, Maxilla's the upper one. Constellation that represents a hunter holding a sword, that's Orion. The world's most valuable sports team between the Dallas Cowboys and New York Yankees is actually the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. And they're so oh. bad. And they're still like the most valued team in the world. The character Ron Burgundy is played by Will Ferrell. And what turned Hulk into the green monster? You said you knew it, Tara. Radiation. She's right. Radiation. Oh, Gamma radiation specifically. Mm-hmm. Not sewage, Brooke. Close. Well, <laughs> That is close. Don't make him mad. He gets really smelly. I mean, look at the Ninja Turtles. Don't say close. <laughs> You're going to have kids going home, like, trying to, like, <laughs> rub sewage all over themselves. It's not that. It's gamma rays. Okay. Fine. Okay? So, all right. 
Tara, I'm sorry. <laughs> can't give you any money, but just for playing, you do win a $25 Olive Garden gift card. Yeah. Now, Jose used to work at the Olive Garden. I did. Uh-huh. And he always told me his favorite thing was a nice hot 28-ounce to-go cup of whole-fat Alfredo sauce. <laughs> Put some hair on your chest yeah. and plaque in your arteries. Hey, I'm not even kidding. They really use whole cream. Yeah. Like, their Alfredo is stacked. I used to watch them make it fresh. Oh, it is good. lots of butter, lots of cream. That's Yum. why it's delicious. And that's why it's also the official beverage of Brook and Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, <Alfredo. laughs> Get your egg whites from Tara and your cup of Alfredo from Brook and Jeffrey. Congratulations, Tara. Let's never open a restaurant together. <laughs> Brook, I'll see you in a month. Okay. All right. All right. She's All not right. giving up. We'll be back to play Winbrook's Bucks. Same time tomorrow. Brook and Jeffrey in the morning.